Welcome to Kingdom Talk Radio Hour with Dennis McCourt, founder of God Hope Ministries, along with co-host Dr. Michael Bogart, president of Aspect Ministries. Kingdom Talk is where Christ is King, and we are the subjects and citizens of the Kingdom of God. Yes, welcome once again to Kingdom Talk Radio Hour on Talk Radio 1550KXEX, the best talk in town. We're here every Saturday talking all things kingdom. We are a voice in the wilderness, speaking forth the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ. As uh, as recently, uh, usually, uh, we have Loto here from Loto Ministries. So good to have you here, my brother. Hello, Dennis. Good afternoon, everyone. Yes, and as always, we have a lot to talk about. Mm. We have a lot to pray about. We have a lot to preach about here on Kingdom Talk Radio. You can listen to us uh, again Saturdays from 12 to 1, or you can uh, see us on Facebook. Uh, you can go to YouTube at Kingdom mm-hmm. Talk, and uh, you can also email us at kingdomtalk at gmail.com. And, uh, you know, there's a, a focus on the kingdom of God. We always need to be brought back to the gospel, don't we? Yes, sir. Amen. You know, the whole point of this. You know, it's not, like we, it's not like we graduate from the gospel, is it? No, sir. You know, it's, like, it's, it's our daily. Jesus said, you know, pray, our Father, right? Mm-hmm. He said, give us this day our daily bread. And so we're not graduating from the gospel and moving on, but we are daily, moment by moment, living and getting our sustenance from the gospel of Jesus Christ, aren't we? Yes, sir. Because he is our daily bread. Mm. Now, in in 1 Corinthians 15, this just came to me. Uh, In 1 Corinthians 15, it says, uh, uh, right here, chapter 15, verse 1, Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel, which I preached unto you, which also you have received, and wherein you stand. Yes. Present tense. So it's not like Paul delivered the gospel, preached it unto them, and they've gone on from that, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's that he says that you stand in the gospel. And then he says, verse 2, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 2, by which you are being saved. And then here's the biggest word in yes. the Bible, if. Yes. Two letters. The biggest word in the Bible, mm. if. If you keep in memory what I preached unto you, unless you have believed in vain. Thank you, God. Wow. And then he goes on. It's that famous verse. First of all, I delivered unto you that which also I received, that Jesus Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures. He was buried. He rose again the third day according to the Scriptures. And that he was seen of Cephas. Yeah. And so um, <clears throat> the thing is, um, the reality is that... Um, uh, that we are uh, needing to continue in the gospel yeah. unless we believe in vain. And we're going to talk about believing in vain today because we have mm-hmm. some people, politicians, uh, that are uh, showing themselves to be clothing themselves in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they're ravening wolves. And I, 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 uh, <clears throat> I, I want to say that, that certainly there is a pseudo-Christianity. There's a false uh, religiosity. It says that in works they deny him. Okay, they profess that they know him, but in works they deny him, being abominable and disobedient to every good work. Reprobate. Okay, those are strong words, but not uh, we're not using those uh, without reason. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. Uh, but there's so much that we need to focus on. Uh, certainly the gospel, as we just did, and you know, right here at the beginning, Loto. Let's just go ahead. You know, we just shared the gospel from First Corinthians 15. You know, there's people that are listening, and they're they're just uh, frustrated, uh, angry. They're 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 de- depressed. They're seeing what's coming on the world. I mean, we're potentially 
this is not uh, bombastic or sensational. We are potentially facing World War III. I don't think it's going to come to that right now. Mm-hmm. But there's a potential. Yep. We're potentially looking at, and I'm not saying this is going to happen. I don't think this is going to happen right now. Uh, but w- there is the possibility, I think it's remote at the moment, of a nuclear exchange in our world. Mm-hmm. Okay? And so there's a heightened tension. There's people that are they're anxious. Um, people's finances with the gas prices going up, uh, inflation, they're, they're, they're concerned about their finances. Uh, member, family members are fighting one another over masks or no masks, vaccines or no vaccines, let alone uh, stronger political divides and, and so on. What, what does this gospel, how, what does that speak to these people? Some, some that are listening in right now and they just happen to dial into 1550 KXEX. Yes, you, sir. Yes, you, ma'am. The Lord Jesus Christ is calling out to you. So yeah. what, what is the Lord saying to them right now, Loto? It shows that every generation has their um, uh, end of the world situation. Every generation has has dealt with this in their own form. Excuse me, but uh, the Bible says that when you, even if you do see these things, says when you do these things, to uh, to not be uh, to not let your heart be troubled. You know that that man that our salvation is near. You know, so in the midst of all of this, you know, all 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 the things that's going to happen again. I, I have to say this again. It's not a surprise to those of us that has been paying attention. And what do I mean by paying attention? Exactly what Dennis led in with, you know, that this day, this bread is our daily bread. That if we, if you look into scripture and you become a student of scripture, you start to uh, know how to read the signs, you read, read the times, just like a farmer knows how to read the, the weather, you know. And so we're, we're encouraged. And my prayer is that you guys and uh, uh, that all, all the listeners that you'll come to a place where you're looking to this word and that you find the same comfort that we're comforted with. It's not that we celebrate what's going on. Yes, we're thankful because this is happening because it only leads to, you know, the, uh, the, the, uh, the closer time or closer to the time that Jesus comes. No, no, no. We're, we're just encouraged and we're comforted that we know the God who's in control, even in the midst of all of this, even in the midst of all the calamity, the chaos, <clears throat> that we know the God who is in control, the God who looked at nothing and chaos in the beginning, right there, Genesis 1, 1, and, and look what he has created out of it. You know, so, so, so we take comfort in knowing the God who's in control. And so when we look at these things, we come not from a place of worry or trouble, but from a place of victory, that, that we're going to be okay. But because of what we know, we also stay on our knees and we pray for what's going on. For those of you, if you're experiencing exactly what Dennis was talking about, the frustration, the anxieties, especially anxiety, you know, uh, uh, depression, whatever you might be facing today, I want you to know that you're not the first one and you're, not, you're most likely not going to be the last one. I say that to say that, man, there is deliverance, there is hope, there is power, there, 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 there is a hope for you. And that hope can be found in Jesus Christ. Take it for somebody that's dealt with anxieties, dealt with depression, so much so I was out there acting a fool and just couldn't wait for somebody just to put a bullet in my head and to end it all, you know, to end it all until the day that, that Christ allowed me to know his love. And that's our prayer, that through these ministries, through the radio ministry and every, all the other meetings that, that God allows us to do, that you know that you are loved, that you know that you're just one prayer away from your deliverance. Amen. I think of that song, just a prayer away. Yes, sir. Any hour, any day. Yes, sir. Jesus is just a prayer away. Yes, mm-hmm. call upon the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and you shall be saved, you and your house. Here at Kingdom Talk, we're pulling out the stops. The floodgates are open. The veil has been Praise rent. Lord. And we are entering into the Holy of Holies by the blood of Jesus today. And so let's join in together as we 
look through the lens of Scripture, look through the lens of the gospel of the kingdom of what's going on. You know, right now with 3 million now, it's just past the 3 million mark of refugees uh, that's leaving uh, Ukraine because of the bloodletting that's going on there by uh, this uh, evil dictator, uh, Putin. And I want to talk about these conspiracies that are out there. And a lot of conservative friends of mine are are talking about these things. And I think that we need to be very careful not to jump to conclusions. Um, we don't know. We need to be humble. If any man thinks he knows anything, he knows nothing as he ought to know it. So we are to recognize that our opinions are limited, right? We can only understand so much uh, with what's going on. And we're, it's like drinking out of a fire hose. We just, ladies and gentlemen, this is going to break the internet, but we just had Philip Bellanueva walk in from hey, Verge. <laughs> the news is out. It's back from uh, the L.A. Disneyland, LA. I hear. Disneyland, yes. We're going to talk about Disneyland. It, uh, they call that the Magic Kingdom. Yes. We have the Gospel of the Kingdom, mm. and then there's the Magic Kingdom. But the Magic Kingdom, there's a, there's a man called Gavin Newsom that's uh, telling uh, Disney. Did you hear about that? Oh, which part? Oh, well he, of- well, he told Disney just, just I think, yesterday or this morning. Mm. Uh, he said, uh, don't, telling Disney now, like oh. he's the owner of Disney, right? Okay. Don't send any employees to Florida. Now wow. think about, think about okay. that. You know why. You know okay. why. Yeah. We're yes. going to talk about that. Mm-hmm. We'll get that okay. in a minute. Okay. But it's right. great to have you with us, Philip. Glad to be uh, back. Yes. Uh, and so the thing is, um, so we're, we're, or again, we always want to be brought back to the kingdom of God because that's our priority. You know, uh, 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 there's the priority of the kingdom, there's the property of the kingdom, there's the prince of the kingdom, mm-hmm. and uh, our allegiances are to him, okay? Now, we are also citizens of America, you know, and we need to function, but yeah. ultimately, our only allegiance, if it comes to, you know, whether we have to choose, our only allegiance is to Jesus Christ, that's right. God the Father, yes. in the Spirit, okay? Amen. That's right. So so now, um, that's such a healthy thing, because we get tossed, we want to... The enemy wants to toss us to and fro by every wind of doctrine, by the slight of men, cunning craftiness, whereby they lie in wait to deceive. Brothers and sisters, we ought to be people that are discerning. Yes. Discerning the spirits, as you said earlier when we were talking before the program. Mm -hmm. You know, we need to be discerning what's going on, don't we, Loto? Yes, sir. Absolutely. You know, and so so I'm, I'm, I'm jealous for the purity of the bride. Like Paul said, I fear lest by any means as the serpent beguiled Eve, so your mind should be corrupted from pure devotion to Christ. So we have to be pure, and but pure also in our understanding. You know, as uh, um, in Philippians chapter one, I, I quoted this last week, and I want to do it again. It's so important, and I want you brothers to comment on on these things. But in Philippians chapter one, um, he says Paul's prayer for Philippian church is for us as well. I pray that your love may abound more and more, more. in all knowledge and yeah. discernment, that you may know what is best. Mm-hmm. The, the King James says, um, uh, approve that which is excellent. Uh, and then it says that you would be uh, uh, pure and without offense under the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, being filled with the fruits of righteousness. Yes. So it's such a powerful prayer for this time, Phil. It really is, because we need to grow in love. Yes, that's priority one, right? It is very powerful, but the flesh will fight us to pray that. Yeah. Because that means surrendering a part of ourselves Good. to God that we try yeah. to hold on to, basically control, over, right? You survive. We, we don't want to die to self. No. Who, do, who does when you 
the secret place of the mind to God. No, take we, take, we need to take captive those thoughts, right? Come on, that's my mm-hmm. battle cry. First Corinthians <laughs> chapter 10, the weapons of our yeah. warfare mm-hmm. are not fleshly, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations, and, and, and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought, every doctrine, every news story, every conspiracy, bring every thought under the obedience of Christ, every ideology, uh, leftism, philosophies of men, uh, false religion, um, communism, socialism, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, uh, ideologies like, like uh, uh, abortion, so-called abortion rights, the right to kill babies in the womb. We're bringing every one of those ideologies under the foot of the cross, under yeah. obedience to Christ. Yeah. And that's what Kingdom Talk is about, is we have to constantly be bringing, bringing these things. And so, you know, um, we're going to get to Disney here. Don't worry, boys and girls. We'll bring Mickey Mouse into this. Um, but the thing is, um, you know, with these three million refugees, what's going on in the, with the European Union being strengthened and NATO armed to the hilt like, like never before? Did you brothers know, and listeners, you know, uh, the building, the symbol on for the EU that they use a lot is the Tower of Babel, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. And the building, the actual building for the EU headquarters in Brussels, mm-hmm. Google it. Maybe they can bring it up here on B-roll. The EU, the EU building is actually, uh, it's, it's a facsimile of the Tower of Babel. Oh. Did they actually meet in? Can you, Crazy. Did you, did you realize that? No. This absolutely that's the case. And so so the point is is that there's bad actors on both sides. Okay, mm-hmm. so we have a lot of our friends, you've heard the stories about, you know, Russia's in there bombing um chemical labs and all this. Okay. Okay, that may or may not be true. Okay. Uh and we do recognize, first of all, that Putin is a murderous wretch. You know, he clothes this, this is what we we're talking about. They profess that they know God, but in works they deny him, being abominable. Yeah. This man, Mr. Putin, goes to church. He does the sign of the cross. He dips in holy water. Hmm. He bows before the icons. He kisses the icons. This is what he does. Okay? He proclaims to be a follower of Jesus because he's a, a Russian Orthodox man. Do you think Putin... Now, so he, this, is, this is an extreme example to make a point, but do you think Putin is a true follower of Jesus? Do you think he's uh, on his way to, to the eternal kingdom of God? Well, what, what what are we seeing on the news? Come on. Yeah, it's it's pretty evident. Pretty evident that he's not. Yeah. And the end of that uh, verse, you know, that you uh, uh, mentioned, it says uh, fruits of righteousness. Yes, that's I, right. Being filled with mm-hmm. the fruits of, that was Paul's prayer, that we would be filled. Mm-hmm. Right. And Jesus said, you'll know them by your fruit, their mm-hmm. fruits. And in John, I believe the, the Baptist uh uh, you know, he warned, you know, the Pharisees, you better show, you know, I mean, he caught a bunch of snakes, you brood of vipers, you know, who told you about this? You know, you better show fruits of, uh, first fruits of repentance. repentance. Yes. Yeah. See, that's the key. We all sin and fall short, mm-hmm. but it's, it's, it's the unrepentant sin yep. that keeps us from yes. the eternal Man, that's kingdom good. of that's God. So good, Dennis. Yeah. I like what uh, you pointed out last week and we talked about it afterwards and you alluded to it again. I didn't realize that when you said the Russian Orthodox, there's a history mm-hmm. behind that. The government issue, the government ran religion, basically, right? It's yeah. kind of like if the they're same, bed, it's, it's, like it's, 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 it's a yeah. spiritual fornication. It's mm-hmm. it's the body politic sleeping with the religious system. See, Jesus rejected that. He was tempted, 
And, and, and the enemy said, he showed him, brought him up to the mountain, showed him all the kingdoms of the world. And Jesus said, oh, yeah, I want that. I want to grab a hold of temporal power. He resisted that power. But mm. the Russian Orthodox Church, Kirill, the, the patriarch, so-called patriarch, yeah. okay, of the mother church, the mother church of Russia, mm. is, is doing the opposite yeah. of what Jesus did. Jesus rejected temporal power. Mm-hmm. Kirill is actually in bed with Putin, actually uh, birthing forth this murderous war on the Ukraine. So propaganda is like, that's even deeper definition of propaganda because using, they're using religion or God. As a cloak. It's, yeah. It's a, it's a cloak. It's, it's sheep's clothing, isn't it? Yes. Mm. It's sheep clothing. In, in, in Matthew chapter 7, he says, Beware of false prophets which come unto you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they're ravening woods. Raven. For those of you who are got your Bibles open here, listening to Kingdom Talk Radio Hour, Matthew chapter 7, verse 15. We're going to go to verse 16 now. You shall know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes of thorns or figs of thistles? Even so, every good tree brings forth good fruit. So if somebody's bringing forth bad fruit, we can discern. Even if they can, they can come and say, Lord, Lord, but they're not bearing fruit. Yeah. They're not saved. They're not a brother and sister in Christ. It's, this is a shocker to some Christians because there's a lot of people that think that, you know, you just basically every head bow, every eye close, you raise your hand and you're saved, signed, sealed, delivered. You can live like the devil and you're going to heaven. That's not how it works. <laughs> it's not how it works. But he says, every good tree brings forth good fruit, but a corrupt tree yeah. brings forth evil yeah. fruit. A good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit, neither can a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. Every tree that brings not forth good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire. Wherefore, by the fruits you shall know them. Mm-hmm. Not everyone that says unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. So there's many that are coming saying, Lord, Lord, yeah, I'm a Christian, I'm a I'm, I'm this, I'm a Christian, I go to church, you know, uh, but shall not enter in the kingdom of heaven, but those who do the will of my Father, which is in heaven. And many shall come unto me that day, say, saying, Lord, Lord, have not we prophesied in your name, and in your name cast out devils, and in your name done many, many, many wonderful works? Uh, and, and then I will profess in them, I never knew you. Mm-hmm. Depart from me, you workers, workers of iniquity. iniquity. Yep. Yep. Now, going back to your point, Phil, you know, with regards to the flesh and not wanting to, we, we tend to not want to die to the yeah. flesh and we let our emotions and stuff. You, had, you were going to make another point there, I think. Well, uh, that's, a, that's a, something that I think a lot of us keep close. In our, if you've been walking with God for a while, you know we will never arrive to being perfect. Mm. There's always that, that thorn in the, in the side and mm-hmm. the flesh. And I thank God for brothers of, of Christ like Lodo, um, been friends for years and mm. you keep yourself accountable yeah. you need to be transparent with those struggles because if not we see many mighty men of in the faith fall because they never bring to light what what's hidden in the darkness of the mind and the heart and i just i just just reminds me that we all deal with that flesh and just because you're a christian doesn't wipe that away it just says no i have a father i have somebody mm. i want to be christ-like yes and so I thank God for that. No, absolutely. It's, that's and we have to recognize that you know we haven't arrived and that we are all fighting this battle. You know, Paul at the end of his life he says, you know, I fought the good fight, I finished the course, I've kept the faith. Henceforth for me there's laid up a crown of righteousness, not for me only, but for all those who love is appearing. Now we love is appearing, don't we? Yeah. We we're love is appearing, but but Loto, when we talk about wolves in sheep's clothing, yes. okay, and we talk about a very strong a, a, a very 
extreme example of Putin claiming mm-hmm. to be a Christian yeah. and then doing. You know, there's been over 200 uh, journalists who have been killed really you know, during his reign. Oh, 200 yes, journalists yes. that mm-hmm. spoke out against him disappeared. Disappeared. Mm-hmm. Some of them they found the bodies, and then yeah. there are uh, uh, ex. There are people that have left the Soviet Union who have been poisoned by nuclear waste uh, in. Britain and elsewhere, poisoned, dying a slow, torturous, sick death uh, by the hands of the Kremlin. Evil, plain evil. And yet, yet this man, you know, he's he's a Christian. So shouldn't we just embrace him as a brother? But here's the thing: Mm -hmm. of course not. But the thing is, Loto, it doesn't. We have leaders here, not to that extreme, but that claim Christ, but promote abortion, the killing of uh, 60 million babies uh, over the last 50 years. We have leaders, politicians that promote immorality. Uh, they promote it. They, they facilitate confusion in our children, and they call themselves Christian. We have a governor here who's, who's, who's a, a practicing, he says he's, he calls himself a practicing Catholic. Yeah. So he goes to, he goes to Mass. Uh, he does the sign of the cross. He, he dips in the holy water, and he claims to be a follower of Jesus. Um, are his works demonstrating that? Again, let's look at the fruits of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, goodness, kindness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. Where are those, you know, let's look, where are those fruits? You know, whether it's a Gavin or Putin uh, or even us. There you and, go. And thank you for mm-hmm. you know, bringing it back here home, you know. Yes. Because that's something that we need to also keep local because, and we have to pay attention to it, especially right now, you know, with, with current events. You look at Fresno High. You know, we didn't. We, I don't think we plan on talking about that today. But, no, that's but fine. it's so it's so it's so important. You, you had this humongous brawl over there, and if if, if any if anyone saw the video, you know, I'm pretty sure many did or pictures. I mean, you literally have these kids, you know, getting into a humongous uh, brawl. You got injured parents. You've got injured, you know, uh, police officers. You got injured security. You know, and, and so when we look at that, it's like, man, yes, I. I it's it's everywhere. It's everywhere. So we have to, it's it's we have to keep an eye on all the balls, you know, that's in the air, you know. And, but thank you, Dennis, for bringing it back here because, you know, yes, man, it, it breaks our heart, <clears throat> you know, about the three million refugees. You know, our colleague uh, Jose, you know, mentioned, you know, imagine what the child is is thinking. That it, that is so heartbreaking. That child literally is starting their life in the middle of this war, and that's going to be the point of reference for the rest of their lives. Until, until, you know, uh, somebody introduces that kid to Christ, and only Christ can really change that. You know, but, and then bringing it back here home, you know, we have all, all these false, you know, uh, uh, religious folk, you know. Uh, now, as far as Gavin Newsom, you know, he, he, whether he has a relationship with Jesus or not, hey, that's between him and God. But all I know is you have somebody who celebrates, you know, gay marriages, Somebody who, who just who has no shame and has no reluctancy to to, to really just poke the, the church in the eye, you know, and mm-hmm. then have the nerve to talk about being a practicing uh, Catholic, you know. Again, I'm not God; I can't judge him, you know. But but all I, I can judge are the fruits. We're told to. We, we're we're judged. Yeah, I can judge those fruits, and I'll tell you right now, it doesn't look anything like the the Bible that I read. Well, when I was in the Bay Area, living in the Bay Area, there was a day when. Uh, the then mayor, Gavin Newsom, um, I almost said a different word, um, but, um, nuisance, but it was Newsom. Um, uh, the thing is, um, I didn't didn't say that word. I said, I almost said it. Yeah. Um, the thing is, is that, uh, he led a group of first graders from 
the school, public yeah. school with our tax dollars, yeah. around the corner to his office to observe an illegal gay marriage while yeah. he was mayor. No, it was illegal at the time. I remember that. Yeah, do you remember that? Mm-hmm. I went to that school. I walked into the principal's office. Yeah. And I asked to speak to the principal. And uh, he said, well, she's busy. I said, that's okay. I got all afternoon. <laughs> well, why are you here? Uh-oh. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm Dennis McCord. I'm a taxpaying citizen of California. I want to express to her, her my concerns about her using our tax dollars to use our children as a political football to advance her personal agenda by bringing them to an illegal gay marriage at the mayor's office. Boldness. Well, she's busy. Yeah. I said, that's fine. I got time. <laughs> and uh, they said, she said, well, well, I'm going to, I'm going to call the police. I said, well, well, please do. You know, I, I don't want to spend a whole lot of time, but you know, yeah. please do. Let's, let's get this done. Well, lo and behold, she shows up and then I expressed my concerns and walked out. But the thing yeah. is um, that this is what we're dealing with. And yes, in our own lives, the key is repentance. Like, like even yesterday, you know, I was I was parked at In and Out, I was grabbing a couple of burgers, and somebody parked in front of me, and they wouldn't. I, I tapped the horn, they wouldn't move. They just sat there, and they wouldn't move, right? And so something was rising up in me, and I had to mm-hmm. repent. You know, I didn't. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, I didn't say anything. I didn't do anything. I just waited. But but we all are going to be held accountable, right, for our attitudes, for our words, and for our deeds, and we all fall short. But when you have blatant sin being promoted or done and then claiming right without repentance. See, that's the key. We're not saying we've arrived. We don't understand people's motives and we can't judge their hearts, but we are called to look at what they do. Mm -hmm. And to me, it's a no brainer to say Putin is not a brother in the Lord. Mm -hmm. He's not been regenerated. And unless he repents, okay, there's no hope for eternal salvation for him. That's a clear, to me, that we have to be discerning. That is, to me, that's not putting that ourselves up place. as God. We're not mm-hmm. judging yeah. in the sense of we are, we know people's hearts and tents. But we can discern. And I think then we have to get a little finer tuning when it comes to some of our political leaders today that claim to be Christian but promote the murder, the killing yeah. of over 60 million babies, that promote sexual immorality, mm-hmm. gender confusion, okay, that, that, um, are, 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 are promoting racism through ideologies. That's not fruit of the Spirit, mm-hmm. right? And so that's important. I think that's important because, you know, you just came back from Disneyland. How, how, what does that have to do with anything? <laughs> you went to Disneyland in Southern California? Yes. You took the kids? Yes. We have one mm-hmm. toddler, so and uh, we have uh, my in-laws, wow. seniors, and so we had a toddler in a stroller, one, one in a scooter, one in a cane. It was Fun, it was an adventure. Yeah, we loved it. Um, Multi generational. Yes, two two years cool. old, and actually, Lodo and his wife are the godparents of of hey. Mia. Yes, your wife was there. No, they weren't. Oh, they weren't oh. there. They're gonna. Uh, oh, they're gonna go next time, right, okay. Lodo? You yeah, go yeah. next time. Yeah, yeah. yeah but it, it was an amazing time just to get away. I, uh, I would love to go back. And, yeah. Didn't know what's going on in the world, but yeah, you did know what's going on in the world because when you filled up your gas tank, you know you get the, see the number going higher and higher. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It costs us about two hundred dollars to fill the tank. $200. Is that unbelievable? Yes. Yeah. It is. It is an SUV. But now hey. our president <laughs> says that's all Putin's fault. Of course, you know. It is. It is. It's all his fault, right? The, 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 his it's policies have nothing weeks. to do with anything. It didn't stop. It didn't start going up. <laughs> you know, until three weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's some stickers yeah, on some the, gas tanks that have that have the president pointing towards the dollar yeah. sign. <laughs> <He's just> like, <laughs> yes, he wants us to uh, buy electric as soon as possible. But the reason why yeah. I bring up Disneyland is not only yeah. to to share in the joy of your trip with your family. Yes, multi generational family. 
Um, but the governor just uh, announced that he's telling Disney, do not send any employees to Florida. So, mm. so he's, you know, he's obviously the, the, the CEO of Disney as well in his own mind, I guess. But, mm-hmm. but so the governor, um, is telling them don't send employee. Why would he do that? You think guys, why wouldn't he want his employees going to Florida? Who's the, who's the governor over there? Huh? There you West, go. It's a more free state. Ron DeSantis, right? Yes. And what about this new this new uh, policy that he's putting into a place? Common sense. Common, Common sense, sense policy. Yes. We're not going to let the mm-hmm. transgender agenda come into our yeah our, our preschool. Yes. Through. Don't third say the grade. word. Don't say the word. Through, through, through three, third grade. Through third grade. <laughs> what was that? Don't say the word. Which Lodo, word? You know, you can't say. Don't no. say gay. Oh yeah, yeah. There you go. Right. The, the so-called yeah. "Don't Say Gay" bill, yeah. which doesn't say that at all. It's saying that you yeah. can't. We're not going to allow that agenda into where children in kindergarten are going to decide what gender they are. Yeah. And yeah. the governor, just just to be clear, the the governor who claims to be a follower of Christ, he's a he's a practicing Catholic. Okay. He he says that we should be allowing and encouraging kindergartners away from their parents and against their parents' will to decide what gender they are. And so to the point of where he is dictating to the CEO of Disney that they should not send their employees to Florida. Yeah. Well, it's almost kind of like a proverbial uh, Berlin Wall, isn't it? Yeah. It's almost almost like a Berlin Wall. Hey, you're not going to get out of here because they don't want their people to get a taste of real freedom. Well, there you go. Come on. And Mr. Newsom, tear down that wall. (laughs) You know, and that's the thing is that uh, it is for freedom that we have been set free. Come on. Freedom. That's the thing about us believers. That's why we're for freedom. We're not for mandates when it comes to a vaccine that hardly works. Okay, yes. and hurts some Com- people, but I think common sense we're looking for. We're, we're we're not for forcing children to wear masks when they're really not at risk. You know, I we're for freedom. That, yeah, we're for freedom. Mm-hmm. So back to discernment. If you really pay attention and really look closely, we'll see you. You will see how media, entertainment, and all these different form of mediums are really attacking freedom, really attacking liberty. That sounds extreme, yep. but take a listen to what they're saying. They're saying things like, "All oh, these silly people and their freedom." Freedom, that freedom is such a silly fantasy that liberty is really not that great after all. And, and, and if you really, really listen closely, they're, they're telling us you don't really want freedom. You really want somebody to take control. You look no. at the gas prices. Yeah. That's where we're headed, where you don't own anything, but you're going to be happy because us, the smart people, we're going to make mm-hmm. the big decisions, and all you do is enjoy your life and be obedient. Group think. Yeah, yeah. And, and again, we've talked about this. You know, personally, when somebody's wearing a mask, I put a mask on mm-hmm. for them. I, I'm not saying I'm demanding. I want. I'm willing to lay down my rights, as as Christ did. It's sad you have to explain that. I know, but we do because mm-hmm. we. You know, and so, so you know, we're not saying. You know, and I'm I'm for supporting people if they want to get the vaccine. I just say do a lot of research, whatever. Yes, yeah. So I'm not I'm I'm not anti. I have a lot of friends that are anti-vaccine. They're like it's it's the it's the poison of the world. I I think it's it is poisonous for some people. I personally think that the vaccine does help some people. It's not very good though. It doesn't work very well, but it it does help some people. But um, but the bottom line is that's not really the issue. The issue is is that we are for people making their own choices. Yes, that's why that's I don't. It. I'm not for telling people that you should not get vaccinated. Okay, I'm for telling people do your research. Yeah. Okay, and be careful because it's not all that they're making it out to be. 
You need to be very careful because some people are getting hurt by the vaccine. Some are getting helped, but um, certainly it's not for children generally, and, and if at all. But um, and so yeah, so but the, the free that, choice people are saying there's no choice. You must get it. You have to get it. They want to force this, and uh, there's there's a lot to do. I'm not an expert on the vaccine, uh, and uh, and so I don't want to get too much into that. But I think that. Yeah. Bottom line is we're for freedom, mm-hmm. and we're That's not. Ash- I'm not going to be ashamed of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. you know, I've I've said that before. You know, uh, uh, the uh, I'll just say it. The current uh, pope uh, has stated that those yeah. who are saying that they want freedom to not wear a mask or wear a mask that they're not Christians. Yeah. That's, that that's not the Christian response. I said, and if you say they're not so Christian, great. he says that's not the Christian response. I think is what he said. Hmm. And so, so there's different ideologies that are out there, and that's why that First Corinthians ten is such a strong battle cry that we bring every thought unto the obedience of Christ. Yeah. Yes, and and going back to what you're talking about the controversy in Florida. Yeah. And if you really look at it, it's such a small, small minority that's making, that's controlling, trying to control everybody. If you look at some even conservative Democrats, which yeah. is kind of weird saying yeah. that, or um, even even the extreme liberals that we, over the years that we disagree with Bill Maher. I mean, he stands for the, a lot of ungodliness. Yeah. But I, I was talking to Lodo over the weekend, and I'm like, wow, you, you heard that that interview, the interview him saying, yeah, the Democrats are are saying they left his him. Yeah, they he didn't change because he's having a kindergarten decide what they're gonna. Have a an operation without the parents' yeah. knowledge. I mean, it's ridiculous. It, and, and to think that the governor would would promote that, even to the point of of telling them not to bring their employees to Florida. That's that's amazing. So these some of these things, you know, brothers, sisters, ladies, gentlemen, we need to be discerning. Again, that prayer that our love may abound more and more in all knowledge and discernment. You know, and this whole idea, judge not, lest you be judged. Absolutely. But we're called to discern. Jesus says, uh, you judge after the flesh. I judge no man after the flesh. Yet if I judge, okay, mm-hmm. my judgment is just because I'm yeah. not alone, but it's my father. Mm-hmm. So wh- when, he, when Jesus says judge not, he, he's saying don't condemn people unjustly. Don't be overly critical. Don't be labeling people uh, based upon your own personal preferences. Mm-hmm. Uh but because right after he says, judge not, lest you be judged, he says, cast not your pearls before swine, yeah. lest they trample them under your feet and turn again and rend you. It's like two verse, next verse, like the verse down, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we have to discern who, who he's saying that there are certain people that are represented as swines, as pigs. I mean, that's Jesus' words, yeah. right? And so we have to be careful that we don't cast our pearls, meaning put out precious truths when they're just going to reject them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you yeah. have to discern if somebody is being represented that way mm-hmm. or not. Uh, but what he was talking about was the self-righteous religious leaders that were putting man-made, carnally-minded, uh, conjured-up rules mm-hmm. and standards and putting them on God's people, rules and standards that were not God's word, that God was not putting on them, mm-hmm. that we ought that they ought not to yeah. judge like the Pharisees, and we do have to be careful that we're not overly critical and all that. But it's not being overly critical to call Putin a liar mm-hmm. and a deceiver and a wolf in sheep's clothes. That's not that's not being overly critical, is it? No, that's discerning. Yeah, and I so you know we do need that that prayer in our lives, you know, to grow in love and Amen. discernment. 
And so now, um, uh, with regards to that, um, the thing is, is that, you know, we also have a current situation here that I've brought up a few times with regards to the raising of the LBGT flag here in Fresno, okay, uh, by a mayor. Uh, I don't know him personally. Mm-hmm. Um, I've talked with him. I shared on this program what I said, which was basically we need to speak up for the church in the Tower Theater that's being persecuted by the city council, mm-hmm. okay? So as a brother, I told him, I said, I don't want to, I don't want to, and I do think he's a brother, okay? Yeah. I don't want to armchair quarterback him. I, I, you know, I'm not in his seat, but we need you to speak up on this issue. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do question uh, the viability, the the um, whether or not this is really uh, the right response to raise uh, the LBGT flag in downtown Fresno. I think that's that's questionable. I'm not saying mm-hmm. I've concluded that it's absolutely wrong, but I do know that. There has to be some recognition of the fact that that flag, the way it's used, is misusing the rainbow, which is the sign of God's covenant, Mm -hmm. that he won't destroy the earth by a flood. Well, at the event that the mayor held when he uh, put that flag, I recommend that you Google that Mm -hmm. and you find that video of him talking there. And um, one of the leaders there who's got all the religious garb on, okay, the collar, Mm -hmm. the the, the robes and everything, Um was was really uh, misquoting, misapplying the account in Genesis of the rainbow, saying that it's, it's, it's a sign of God's coming that he won't destroy the earth again. That's not what it says. It says he won't destroy it by, by rain, by flood. Okay? God will destroy this earth by fire. There's a judgment day coming. Not my favorite subject, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. But there is a judgment day coming. And as the apostles said, they warned them to flee from the wrath to come. So... To somehow think that this raising of the rainbow flag is a, a a generous, you know, godly Christian thing to do, I I question that because it celebrates sin. Okay, see, it's it's not that 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 is the greatest sin in the world, although it, it is an egregious sin. But gossip is is a is a is a sin, and and gluttony and divorce, and there's a lot of things that we have to deal with in the church, and and we love everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have First uh, Corinthians 6, Paul said, Know you not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God, neither fornicators, adulterers, homosexuals, covetous, extortioners shall enter the kingdom. And such were, past tense, some of you. So yeah. we have people in the church that live that lifestyle, okay? Yeah. And we love them. They are honored sons and daughters of God, Amen. fully received, fully cleansed, entering into the eternal kingdom yeah. of God by yeah. faith in Jesus Christ, a new creation in Christ. So, so, but it's interesting. He says that these, those who do this, will not enter the kingdom of of heaven, and such were some yeah. of you. So, it's not so much that it's the sin of it, although it um, it is that. Yeah, it is very much that. I shouldn't say not so much, but it's very much mm-hmm. that. But it's also it's the celebration of it. It's the condoning of it because what it does it it hinders repentance. Mm. If you're celebrating something and you're saying this is okay, then you are hindering the gospel's power to bring conviction for that sin and give them a chance for eternal life. So as a Christian brother, to be in public celebrating, not the people, because we, we, we love the people, love the sinner, yeah. hate the sin. But as a, as, a, as, a, as a leader who claims to be a Christian, which I'm not questioning that, to celebrate that to me is very, very 
at minimum, it's it's uh, disheartening and it is discouraging towards repentance. Yeah, yeah. you know, I was reminded over the weekend, uh, even more so as having a young daughter. Before her, you know, we've been many years. She's a miracle child. We talk about, and uh, you see the rainbow, and it's in a flag. It's, it represents this whole other. Uh, I don't know. Say ID. Idea. Yeah, there you go. Identity mm-hmm. and becomes identity politics. And but my daughter, who doesn't know nothing about politics, nothing about anything else, the simplest faith, and she can't talk yet. She might say in a couple of words here, but she brings a book, brings a book, and she points rainbow. She she points. She can't see it. She's like, and I rainbow. She loves rainbow red. She goes down to all the colors, and it reminds me like God. God is showing me. See, I created the rainbow. Mm-hmm. And the simplest faith of a child, and just it just brings perspective. Like, no, well, they, we can't let the enemy take back. I'm not talking, calling people enemy. I'm, we can't take what the enemy distorts the perspectives of of the masses to of a rainbow that is signifying a promise that a child could bring back. Said, look, there is a promise, and what is that promise? You know, and and just I just thank God for my daughter that just reminds me just the simplest things, colors, rainbow. You know, it's not like the enemy, Loto, to take something of God like that and to twist it and, and use it for the promotion of, of 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 sin. The devil is the biggest wannabe around the block. He's the biggest wannabe. He wants to be God. He wants to counterfeit God, try to be God. Um, and, and, and that reminds me, Philip, of, uh, of my, uh, another niece of mine. Um, you know, she was looking, uh, they were buying her shoes. You know, she bought these shoes and they were, uh, they were rainbow colored. And so somebody, you know, they asked her, like, you know what that means? You know, you know what the rainbow means? And she said, yeah. And the whole room went quiet, like, uh-oh. Like, which <laughs> version is she going to give? The one, you know, that, she, you know, because she, you know, she uh, she suffers the same education that a lot of our kids do, you know? <laughs> and so so the room went quiet, and she says, yeah. And she says, what is it? And says, it's it's a simple God's promise that he won't destroy the world uh, with the, with water anymore. Oh man, everybody just so good. Was the person asking them, thinking, wanting to, 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 thinking about the rainbow flag when they asked her that, or they just, well, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were thinking, they were thinking rainbow flag. Yeah, yeah. But she came back with the the truth of the Bible. Yeah, yeah, but but the person asking was, was, was a family member. They they weren't, you know, trying Mm. to see what she thought. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We just wanted to make sure that she understood what that was. That's awesome. That's so awesome. That's so good. She missed her opportunity. She could have asked for a car. Could have got a car at that moment, you know. I I remember being up in a town in Chico, yeah. actually, of Northern California. Yeah. It was during the the, the Pride Month, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That the Pride alone is a sin. Yeah. It's one of the seven deadly sins. So Pride mm-hmm. is a sin. And yeah. believe me, I've had to repent of that many times. Okay. Man. Uh, but the thing is, is that um, that in, in Chico, I walk in on Pride Month. I go into Starbucks, and they had rainbow flags everywhere. It's yeah. all rainbow, 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 rainbow. So I asked for the manager and the manager. Came. I said, I want to thank you so much for displaying mm-hmm. the rainbow in Starbucks. Mm. Thank you so much. It's such an awesome sign coming from God's scripture about his covenant with man that he will not destroy the earth again by rain or by flood. Mm-hmm. And so thank you for pointing us back to the Bible yeah. and reminding us of the beautiful oh, colors of the rainbow. So thank come. you, Starbucks. Thank you so much for bringing us back to the Bible. But um, what was the response? Uh, he's just, he knew what. <laughs> you're baiting him there. It's like, you're baiting him. So, but the thing yeah. is, um, you know, we need to point these things out so that we can yeah. be discerning 
And so uh, we talked at, the, at the, uh, the subtitle on this program is about current events in Bible prophecy. So mm-hmm. we have to at least touch on that <laughs> okay. because we've been covering a lot of other important things. But um, you are listening to Kingdom Talk Radio here on 1550 KXCX, the best talk in town. Every Saturday from 12 to 1, you can join in uh, the conversation. Uh, join in the opening of the scriptures. Join in in fellowship, because truly our fellowship is with the Father and the Son mm. on Kingdom Talk you, Radio God. and in the kingdom of God as brothers and sisters. Now, so here's the thing. You know, there's a lot of YouTubes out there and, and podcasts, you know, Gog and Magog, you know, Russia and this and that. And there's people say, oh, no, that's not Russia because Rosh doesn't really have a um, cognate or a related word. There's no semantic connection between Rosh and Russia. And I agree. In the Hebrew, the word Rosh is the word that means head. We get Rosh Hashanah, which is the head of the year. Mm. Uh, so Rosh means head. So it's the head of of, of Meshach. Uh, it's Gog and Magog. Now, um, just to give a little bit of a tease on this, okay? Mm-hmm. The reality is, is that um, we know that in Ezekiel chapter 37, 38, I'm sorry, 38 and 39. We know that that it's from the north, Gog and Magog. All right, and there's several uh, nations that are listed there. And so um, the thing is, is that Libya um, and Persia are, men- are mentioned, okay? And um, other nations are mentioned. And so uh, we wonder, what is Gog and Magog? Well, many people largely, you know, influenced by Hal Lindsey back in when he came out with his book, The Late Great Planet Earth. You brothers weren't even born probably when that came out. But, um, uh, you know, he did make that uh, word connection between Rosh and Russia, which is, which is not accurate. But we do know Gog and Magog is in the north, all right? We also know um, that according to uh, um, our understanding of geography and biblical references that uh, that was uh, Jephthah, the or Japheth, Japheth, the son of Ham, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. So we see if you go to your Bible atlas and you look, you'll see Japheth went to the north. Mm-hmm. All right, and so we know um, according to uh, uh, Josephus, um, he stated that Gog is the land of the Scythians, uh, and we know Scythia uh, is up there in Ukraine, southern Russia area. Okay, so. It is, I think, accurate to point out that Russia um, is a potential player in the end-time scenario with Gog and Magog and these other nations coming against Israel from the north in that final battle, all right? Some people think it's not the final, final battle. There's one after that, but generally it's it's the last battle there. Um, So why is that important? Well, again, I... I'm not saying that this is it. This is the battle of Gog and Magog and Russia's going to rush in again. No, I'm saying we need to be aware of Bible prophecy and see the stage being set for potential fulfillment. Okay? Not that this is it. This is the battle Armageddon. This is the Gog and Magog and all that. No. But we do know that there's an arch enemy, a nemesis of Israel from the north. It's actually prophesied many times in the Scripture, all the way back to Balaam's prophecy. In Numbers 24, it talks about this enemy of the north coming and attacking. We see it in Daniel 11, the king of the north coming. We see it in Ezekiel 38, the king of the north, Gog and Magog coming against Israel. So that northern uh, enemy um, 
I do think that Russia does play a role in that when it comes to the final battle, all right? Uh, and so uh, with regards to that, now with regards to Europe, I think it's important to recognize, and then this is just a tease. I'd love to do a podcast mm. on Bible prophecy and end times. Um, I'm a historical premillennialist. You know, there's different end time scenarios, but I'm a premillennialist. Um, and we could talk about that sometime, but bottom line is that, um, that we, awesome. we do, we do see yeah. in Daniel chapter seven, there's four beasts that are mentioned in this dream. They come up out of the water. Okay. Um, the first beast is clearly all, pretty much all Bible scholars understand this to be the case It's Babylon. First one, Medo-Persia, Greece, and then Rome is the fourth exceeding terrible beast mm-hmm. that has iron teeth and crushes all the others. And there's a little horn that comes out of that beast. The fact that the fourth and final beast, and that that little horn leads up to the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven and the end time scenario, okay? Yeah. So that fourth beast in Daniel is a Roman empire. That's why we understand that there's going to be a restored Roman power coming from Europe in the end times because there isn't a fifth beast. Does that make a sense? Does that make sense? Yes. So it has to be. It has to be a Roman source okay um if there was a fifth beast then we could say it would be somewhere else or whatever but because we see that and we also see that the in the revelation um that it says that uh, one of his heads was wounded in revelation 13 and that wound was healed yeah okay so that i believe is pointing towards a restored roman power now prior to this war in ukraine the eu was forming you know, it's amazing, you know, um, prophecy pundits, those who uh, scholars of prophecy 100 years ago before the EU was even formed, you know, 150, 200, they understood that, that there was a Roman power. I mean, 500 years ago, of course, the apostles understood it, I believe. Uh, but they, there was no European Union. Then World War II came and the EU formed, mm-hmm. right? And then came NATO, North Atlantic Treaty Organization, which is empowering the European powers to stand against Russia, a threat from Russia, mm-hmm. right? So what's happened, though, in the last few weeks is an acceleration of the restoration of that European power. We have to be aware of that. The reason why that's important, because we're talking about you know growing in love and discernment, is to recognize that there's bad actors on both sides. We're not saying that, you know, uh, that the European Union is Pollyannic pure, you know, yeah. We're not saying that there there isn't problems there. We do know that Putin is a murderous wretch. We do know that he's an evil dictator. We do know that this aggression in Ukraine is wrong. Okay, um, But we also know that Europe is a, a socialistic uh, 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 system pushing that way and largely socialistic. It's also you know very much pushing uh, uh, the LBGT community and abortion, okay? That it's for globalization. It is anti-Christian as far as Bible Christian. The system, it really is. They, they, they are against, I mean, um, in Finland, which actually is in Europe, it's not part of the EU yet. They're, they're pushing for that right now. We talked about how that one of the pastors there is being prosecuted for oh, yeah. uh, reading the Bible and agreeing with it, you know, with regards to homosexuality being a sin. And, 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 uh, and so they, they prosecuting her because they said, it's okay to read the Bible in public, you just can't agree with it, right? <laughs> but that's kind of the European yeah. sentiment. So that's important to recognize that this is setting the stage, and that's just a very cursory overview mm. of Bible prophecy 
brothers and sisters, that we need to be aware of when we open our script. I recommend read Daniel 7. Read Daniel 2. The, remember the image, the head of gold, the, 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 the chest of silver, yeah. the, 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 the thigh of bry, and the legs of iron, iron, and feet mixed with iron and clay with ten toes. Yeah. Again, that's that Eastern, Western European power. Uh, that, that's, 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 that's these last days. It goes all the way down to the feet. It started back in the first century, I mean, prior BC, you know, when Rome was forming. And then it, came, it comes all the way down to a restored Roman Empire down to these last days. Because again, it's, it's a fourth metal, iron. Yeah. And it's mixed with iron and clay. And it says, which is part, it's brittle. Like if you took clay and wrapped yes. it around the feet of an iron image, it would, it would, it would kind of crack. And you'd see cracks. And I can just see, European states, France, Germany, yeah. on those cracks, right? Partly strong, partly broken, meaning partly brittle, meaning that the strength of the power, of the military power of the Union, but partly broken in the sense that they're independent states, too. There's a little bit of independence there. So it's interesting to, to look at that. And I think yeah. it's important to, to be aware of Bible prophecy. And so I just want to say this, too. You know, um, I have family members that, uh, that, that are, are homosexual. I love them dearly. I would lay my life down mm-hmm. for them. Okay. And this is not the big issue. I, I don't want to come across as somehow we're making this the big issue. It's not that the church or we are making it the big issue. It's that when you have a governor who's pushing this, see, yeah. we're not the ones it's the, the Christians, those who are, you know, Bible believing Christians are not the ones that are making this the big topic. It's the fact that the LBGTQ agenda is being forced upon us. Yeah, that's it. And they're making it a big issue, and we're not going to be silent about it. So it's not, again, you know, uh, the greatest of all sins, um, but it is something that we have to respond to in love with mercy and truth. And, you know, if you want to read a strong rebuke against the law, this read Matthew 23, where our Lord takes on these religious they're wearing gar- religious garb. What did you call it? Uh, religious garb? Yeah, if, it, if it's not even Bible, it's got anything with the Holy Spirit, it's just religious garb edge. That's a Lotoism right there. Yep. But they hear these Pharisees, they're wearing religious garb mm-hmm. edge. <laughs> you know, but yet he says, yeah. you've admitted the way to your things, the law. Yeah. Judgment, mercy, and faithfulness. Judgment is is, is the word for justice, for for judge discerning, but it also is for for judgment, weighing things, coming to conclusions, judgment, mercy, so love, mm-hmm. and faithfulness. Yeah. Faithfulness meaning being faithful to the scriptures, right? Right. Mm-hmm. The Lord Jesus Christ walking in obedience. Yes. And so, if you walk around with religious garb, Udge, mm-hmm. uh, and you're not yeah. walking in faithfulness to to the scriptures, then we need to repent. You know, we need to make sure that we're we're calling one another to repentance, but. Um, so, you know, with regards to all this, any comments, brothers, I know I went on there for a while. I want to make sure you have a chance to, stuff. Yeah. to share, you know, um, there, our world, you know, it looks like it's spinning out of control, but we know somebody's in control, don't we? Yes. Amen. You know, and, 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 and again, you know, this comes to a personal walk, personal faith, personal relationship with Christ. Yes. I love how you started the show, Dennis, about, um, you know, that you, you're alluding to that this walk is a daily walk. Yep. That they give us this day our daily bread. Mm-hmm. See, Christ told uh, Satan when Satan tried to tempt him that man shall not live on bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The gospel, right? We live by the gospel. Yes, you know, and and and, and you also mentioned the term earlier, present. 
president's terms. Yes. Words words and symbols matter. That's why we yep. talk about the rainbow because symbols do matter. Mm-hmm. We talk about the words because the word word does matter. It's a very powerful thing. Um Hebrews 11:1 1 begins with three powerful words. Now faith is. Mm. It doesn't say faith was. Come on. Now faith will be. No, it says now. Now now stands for no one waiting. Now faith is 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 a present term. It's mm. that means that 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 faith is parked in 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 present tense. That that you you study this word every day, that you stay in this word every day. And I and I say this because you know, again, for those who are troubled by what they see, I have to challenge you. How much time have you spent reading the news, watching the news and all that in comparison to how much time you've read the Bible? Mm, we actually, that's so good. It's actually mm-hmm. sampled, you know, a few sermons, you know. Come on. Uh, you know, and I'm not saying that you need to do 100% of it, you know, during your time. No, not even 50%. But what is it? What's the ratio? Is it 30% of the time that you're watching the news? Is it 20? Is it 10? If you're not even spending any time praying, no wonder you're stressed out. I would be stressed out too if I consumed that much chaos, if I consumed that much false news, if I consumed that much calamity and and had no prayer time and and didn't even read the scriptures. Lord help us. no wonder. It's no wonder that you're going through what you're going through. It's no wonder you're stressed out. It's no wonder you don't know what to Mm. do. I love what pastor says all the time. When you don't know what to do, do what you know to do. do, You know to pray and you know to read that Bible. Come on, brothers. And this is so important to everything that that you you said, Dennis. Even, let's take the mayor. You know, one thing I I know that, that, uh, that, that, you know, there's concern about is, is him not saying anything about with, with the adventure church, you know? But again, we have we have another example of the other side, you know, where you have uh, Newsom, you know, mm-hmm. telling Disney what to do or what not to do, right? You know, so this, this is where all that that water gets so muddy, you yeah. know. And, and, and however anyone feels, you know, you know, I I, I love Chief to, uh, Mayor to bits. I love I love Jerry Dyer, you know, and 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 I would hate to be the guy that has to make all those decisions, you know. And and like you mentioned earlier, you know that we don't judge and all that. We judge the fruits, right? So here's what I'm saying: is that you know. It, I, you know, I, I I'd hate to be in the seat, but we can talk about what the Bible does say about all these things. Yeah, we and we we're we're, we're mandated to. Yeah, hate to use that term. But <laughs> really we are instructed to from as the authority, the, the true gospel, authority. Yes, as ministers of the gospel. Yes, it is our responsibility to preach this gospel. Jesus said, "Go into the world, make disciples of all nations." We love that yep. part. We love getting on a plane. We love going over to missions trips. And then he said, you know, uh, make disciples of all nations. Yep. But there's that uh, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son, the Holy Spirit. Man, we all love going swimming. But there's that last part, teaching them to obey my commandments, teaching them to observe all our ordinances. It is our job. It is our job as ministers and children of God and servants of God to point these things out. But, but that it doesn't stop there. But that we always do. And that's what I love about Kingdom Talk. And we're always careful, not just pointing out sin, but pointing to Jesus. That's so good, brothers. It's such a joy to have you on Kingdom Talk Radio, everyone. I love that. Now stands for no one waiting. Romans chapter 8, verse 1, it says, Now there is no more, therefore, any condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. So let's walk in that freedom. Let's walk in that faith as citizens of the kingdom of God. God bless you all. We'll look forward to talking to you next week, every Saturday, 12 to 1. Kingdom Talk, go in the grace and peace of Jesus.